Welcome to the Apostolic Visionary, a podcast where aspiring people of God can delve into their callings with the understanding of purpose and vision. Welcome back to my podcast, The Apostolic Visionary. This is the first official episode with the topic. So I hope that you are excited as I am because I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm ready to talk about what's been on my heart. So um, today, this episode goes out to every college and career hyphen high school age group of young people. So you can listen. I think it's going to offer a lot of help to you. I think I hope it will be good perspective coming from someone in the hyphen age group. Um, But today's topic I'm calling balancing or juggling. So stay tuned. we can all get caught up in different things, different modes of life. I mean, we get so caught up with living that we just don't stop and take a breather. We don't stop and like just pause for a minute, put our life on pause. And I know that we all can fall short. I know myself, I really can fall short on like being diligent in my prayer time, my Bible reading, studying the word of God and all those things because I, with reason though, because we all have busy schedules with like balancing different classes, college level classes. I mean, if you're an AP student, I know that that's hard. Been there, done that. Um, if you're a full-time college student, also been there, done that. I mean, if you have a job, all these things being taken into account because we all have busy lives and we can all get caught up in life getting so busy um so that's really what I'm talking about today just how can we manage our time how can we balance it out how can we fix our schedule to be more surrounded by God so the title of today's episode I'm calling it balancing or juggling because I find that we often we're trying so hard to juggle all the things in our life rather than balance them out. I think we should look at this in the lens that we're balancing. So just thinking with me that we're balancing our prayer life. We're balancing our walk with God. We're balancing. So meaning that we're giving enough time to each thing. We're giving enough energy and time and not putting it to waste by doing other things, but we're putting it with full energy rather than just trying to find time. I think the difference in trying to maintain like a steady relationship with God and digging into his word and reading the word of God, trying to get in touch with the Bible, being in touch with the spirit. I mean, there's a difference in finding time for something and making time for it. That's like, the really crucial part of balancing versus juggling. So thinking in the sense that like we all get distracted. I think a problem in a lot of youth now is that we can't commit to a lot of stuff. We can't commit to things. So it's like 
when we we when we are like committed to something it's like we're only committed to one thing at a time we can't like spread it out on a different basis i know because i am 18 i i'm literally like me i <laughs> preaching to the choir right now but um we i feel like we can all get like really distracted with life with the motions of life the things we have to do all the things it's just like oh there's not enough time there's not enough time to do everything i need to do and then nine o'clock comes around you have to study for a test because you're procrastinating and you're like oh i didn't even read my bible today so it's just like it's a stressful thing i know like i'm literally my life so what i want to talk about is like how i've tried like some of my strategies for balancing because i think it could be a help to someone i think that it it's important to realize that we have to make time and like really stress that i'm really stressing that and like intentionally reading our bible not just picking it up because we know we didn't read it that day but intentionally reading the bible intentionally praying so honestly some of the strategies i've acquired for doing those things and trying to be an intentional prayerful person rather than just finding time for prayer i want to intentionally make time for prayer intentionally make time for studying the word of God, for reading my Bible, for doing all the things I need to do to help expand the kingdom of God like I want to, to fulfill my call in the best way I can, to sharpen the iron every night, to continually grow so I can be an asset to my church body, so I can be an asset to anyone in my life that I can just tell people when I'm outreaching to them that I like I so I can know a little bit more about what I'm talking about for one but like if we continually study our Bible if we continually build up on those on that mindset that we need to have that we need to have intentional prayer time intentional time of supplication then we're going to be a lot more committed to God and it's not going to be as hard to balance our schedule and balance life with that mindset. So some things I do um, in that light, I like to, every time I'm in my car, when I'm driving by myself, like obviously when I'm driving by myself, because I feel like it's sacred. It's I've had to find places to make my prayer closet because for some people, it's a literal closet, but for other people, I mean, it doesn't work that way for everyone. I mean, you have to make your own prayer closet wherever it may be. So my prayer closet tends to be in my car when I'm just driving to school, driving on campus. It's about a 25 minute drive. So I find that like if I'm making time with just the small things build up, honestly, because the more you spend in time in prayer time in your car when you're just driving down the road, you know, you can turn off the music every once in a while and you could turn off the Spotify, turn off the podcast, whatever, ironically. Um, you can turn it off and you can just pray. I mean, you can drive and pray at the same time, just multitasking and you're still putting full energy in prayer. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to shout hallelujah and all that and you're going to be like, speaking tongues and travailing. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not going to happen either, but um, you're just talking to God and you're dedicating time to God still. It doesn't mean that you are in intercessory prayer, like uninterrupted. 
but you are still giving time to God and it's the small things that build up. So even if it's just in like 15 minute intervals, I mean, you're still dedicating time to God and eventually those 15 minutes can expand to an hour. It can expand to two hours, however long you want to spend in prayer, just so that you're dedicating enough time to God. So like I said, like I use my car as a prayer closet, but um, when I'm home alone, I try to pray as much as I can instead of getting on my Instagram and looking at reels or whatever. Just I will force myself to dedicate time to more prayer or more time to reading my Bible, more time to studying the word of God, because I can pick up my phone anytime. I mean, my phone's always going to be there. It's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be a distraction no matter what. And that's what it is. Social media is literally just a distraction. It's not, I mean, it's a distraction from those things. So reels will, are not going away. Reels are not going to leave. Memes are not leaving. Um, you can find time for reels and memes. It's just your leftover time, honestly. But when you prioritize reading the Bible, studying and you prioritize those things over just going on your phone and doing absolutely nothing but like watching YouTube videos that are doing nothing but wasting your time. I mean, you have to implement the things you want to do. You have to implement those things because it's not about juggling, just seeing what you can do. I mean, if we're juggling we're, we have one thing in our hand at a time. Like we have one thing, it's in the air. We're throwing it in the air and it's coming back and throwing it in the air, coming back. But no, if we're balancing it out, we have everything in line. We have everything kind of just proportioned nicely. And we're able to not only study the Bible with intentions of doing that, but we can pray in our car when we're just going to the grocery store. We can pray in our car when we're heading to school. Instead of listening to music, instead of doing those things. But I mean, there are times whenever you can spend in worship too. I mean, I like to turn on worship music and worship. And even if I don't want to just sit there and have a conversation with God, which I love to do too, but you can have worship in your car too. I mean, you can make your car anything you want. So for my drivers, that's going to be something that you can do if you don't really have a time or if you don't have enough time or openings in your day to just spend in a prayer closet or in your room praying, um, you can do that and it's going to make you, it's going to build up. So it will make you make time for prayer in your room, for prayer in your closet. Because I know that once I started praying in my car, it made me want to pray more. And when you start praying with intention, when you start praying with full intention and expectation, with faith, you know, building up, it's going to make you want to pray more, more time alone with God. It's going to make you want to pray more even after you get out of a service at church. I mean, you're going to want to pray in your car after church because you're just going to be so so hungry. I mean, when you, when you have such a hunger for prayer, when you love prayer, when you have a healthy relationship with prayer, it really makes you want to continue and just like grow to higher depths in your prayer. Um, so that's just a really important thing. But apart from just praying and stuff, um, 
So I'm going to talk about now, like studying the word of God. How can we be willing enough to sit down and spend the time studying the Bible, spend the time reading the Bible. Um, I mean, it's good to have, I think it's a great thing to have like a study Bible. I use the premier study Bible. You can use any one you want. I like the different study Bibles just because they have like commentaries in them. So, um, it's really helpful when you're trying to like, Oh, I don't really understand the scripture or like, I don't understand the word. You can go to, um, the commentaries describing the scripture or whatever, or you can look in a, um, different commentary books and all those good things. But it's also good to have like different Bible studying tools, but just having a Bible in general is the first step. Because that's the most important part about studying the Bible is having the word of God in your heart and reading the word of God, not just um, what a scholar gleaned from some scripture. So, I mean, it's great that we can have commentaries too. I think that's great. And I think it's helpful in studying scripture. But if you want to really just like grasp scripture, if you want to take hold of it and you want to like not just study it, but you want to like just read, spend time reading the Bible Because I think there's a difference in reading the Bible and just studying the Bible. But if you want to spend time reading the Bible, just read from a Bible. Uh, Read the word of God and pause a little if you want to pray. Pause a little if you want to do whatever in between. But that it's a fine line from studying. Because studying scripture would mean that like you could literally be studying like two verses. Because it's... It, it really, you can spend a lot of time just breaking down like two verses, but like reading the Bible, trying to like just have it in your heart so you can constantly like sharpen the iron, like I said. Um, but I think it's all really important as college students, as high school students, as youth ministry, because if we're trying to build the kingdom, if we want to grow from this point we're at, if we want to reach people on our campus, if we want to be kingdom minded on the campus, all these things have to be applied because you can't expect to just witness to someone and have none of the word of God in your heart. You have to be able to have something there to even build the foundation, to grow from those points, to access people to reach people and minister to them. You have to have that buried in your heart. And I think that's so important that we try and do these things every day and at least, at least dedicate an hour at least. And you can start from a smaller goal. You can start from a smaller goal, like, okay, God, I'm going to pray for 15 minutes or whatever, or I'm going to pray for five minutes right now, like whatever, but start with a small goal and start with that. And then you're going to work your way up every day. Just increase it a little. And then you won't have to force yourself to increase the time that you're spending, but make yourself, you're going to want to do it rather than just making yourself increase the time or making yourself pray more. You're going to, you don't even have the clock running. You're not even going to be thinking about the clock because you're just so invested. You're so dedicated and it's that's where consecration starts when you put yourself and you put your heart in his word that's when you can have consecration 
and be fully willing to seek God. So we've talked about how to expand our prayer life, how to expand our Bible reading time, making intentional plans to read the Bible, making intentional plans to pray more. Um, So I've talked about that. I've covered that. But now I want to talk about what are our priorities? What are our priorities in life through the day? What is going through your head? What are you thinking about the most? What, what are you prioritizing? Is it a relationship? Is it the next conference? Is it school? Is it your job? All these different elements can play into our day and they can change the course of our day, our actions, how we take life. So if we are prioritizing prayer, prioritizing more time studying the word of God, then there's the other thing that's like, oh, well, when will I have time to do my schoolwork? Well, I've da, 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 da. well, I mean, it's, God does not ask that much of us. I mean, it's really, it's, it is not that deep. God does not ask so much of us. I mean, if we are putting in the effort, if we're putting in the time and we're putting in the effort, we want to see things happen. We want to pray with intentions. We want to pray with expectations and we are devoting that time, then God will honor that. If we're fasting in the midst of it, God will honor those things. And God loves when we do that. He loves to talk to his children. I mean, he loves us. Um, but if we're making plans and we're making our efforts known, then God will honor what we're doing. But that doesn't mean that we need to slack off in schoolwork because we want to read more of the Bible. I mean, do your schoolwork. Do everything you need to do. But start your morning off, give thanks to God. Start your morning off driving to school, give thanks to God, pray. So what I'm saying is like, do everything that you can do in your power to touch God and minister to people and to expand and build your relationship with him and to grow closer to him so you can minister to people and reach out to them on your campus at school whatever it takes, but not completely isolating from our other worlds too. Because if you're completely isolated, I mean, you don't want to become so invested in reading the Bible so much to the point where you're not even like focused on reading the Bible anymore. And you're just like obsessed with the fact that you're getting spiritual, quote unquote. But because that's not spirituality at all. If you're completely isolating from other people, you're not showing the love of God to them. If you're isolating from your schoolwork and you're not putting in forth your effort to the best of your ability, I mean, that's not right either. It's about balancing. So putting in enough energy in every aspect of our life rather than just having one thing and getting so accustomed to that one thing and not branching out to everything else that we have to do too. We have to be able to manage our time and manage everything in our schedule so we don't so we don't just get hooked on one thing. Because the problem with only ever if you are only ever like studying and reading your Bible and praying and you don't ever like hang out with people. I mean, you have to balance everything out. Like I'm saying, if 
if you have that extreme, then you could just as easily go to another extreme where you're not doing it at all. That's the problem here. It's like finding a happy medium to where you can balance everything out in your schedule and not going to the point where you are just getting hooked to one thing. Like I said, you have to balance it out. You cannot juggle. You can't just have one thing in your hand and throw it in the air. You're going to want to pray more and you're going to want to dedicate time more, but it's going to be a healthy way. It's not going to be in a like overly done matter in an overly exhibited way. And you're going to prioritize prayer, but priorities also have to fall into the line that there are, it's more than one. There's not just one priority. There's more than one. So you have a whole list of priorities. You have to do your schoolwork. You got to get good grades. You have to do all these things because we all have to live on this earth. We're in this world and we're not of this world. So being in this world means that you still have to go through the motions daily and you still have to do school. Like as much as we might not like it, we still have to commit to our schoolwork. We still have to make good grades. And we're in this world, but we want to be the very best we can be in this world. But we're not of this world because we still have a relationship with God outside of that. We still have prayer time and we still have a prayer closet and we still have the holy place with God that we have sanctioned for ourselves. And that's where it all, that's what it's all about. Really just being able to balance out the time, draw it out. Draw it out so you can really find, make the time, make the intentional time, not finding time. If you're finding time, that's not a good place to be in either. You want to make intentional time, just like how when you're about to fast and you're going on a fast, you're not saying, oh, I'll find the time to fast. No, you're saying, I am, okay, God, like I am fasting, da, 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 da. So it's just, those are so important in balancing that way we can't be so distracted at the point where we are at a point of juggling so if we're balancing out our time if we're balancing out our schedule our busyness our life and we're choosing to walk with God daily but still putting in time for every other thing all the other things in this life that we have to attend to that's going to be the best possible situation we can be in. So just like putting everything into retrospect right now, um, I want to say how I feel like we can get so caught up in managing our schedule, in trying to space out everything. And, well, when I need to prioritize this, I need, I need to make time to do this, da 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 Oh, 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 and I need to pray. Like, and then you're finally, you're like, you got your schedule cleared out and whatever. But we spend so time, so much time distracted trying to figure out when to make everything happen and when to do everything we need to do that we're not even getting anything done because we're so focused on what we need to get done that we're not even being effective in our prayers. We're not even being effective in our Bible study or in our Bible reading. We're just reading to read. We're not actually trying to grasp anything. We're not trying to 
get anything from prayer. We're not trying to obtain the benefits from prayer and from reading the word of God, which is the problem with scheduling and trying to actually find one suitable answer. That's why I think the only true answer is keeping God in the middle of everything we're doing. And when you establish a prayer life, when you do all those things, everything's going to fall into play the way it's meant to because you're living in God's will now. So to close out this episode, first I want to say I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you actually found it as an encouragement to you to start uh, praying to God daily, to start being more supplicated daily and dedicated. Um, And I hope that this actually encourages you to start a prayer life and start studying the Bible more, um, firstly, but also just making sure that Jesus is in the center of everything we do so that he's with us not only when we're on the job site, but when we go on campus. That way we can be the most kingdom-minded people we could possibly be in any situation. Um, And we can keep Jesus in the middle of it all when we're walking through the campus, when we're walking through the halls of the school, when we're on the job. So that's really, I think that's the goal of everything here. And I hope that that's what you received from it. We'll probably have to do another episode on breaking down these topics in more full depth. But um, I don't want to make this too long. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Apostolic Visionary, make sure that you follow us on Spotify and leave a rating. But also, follow us on Instagram at The Apostolic Visionary so you can have more updates on what the episodes will be about and what guest speakers are going to be on here. Thank you for listening. Bye!